Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a better business bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Hey man, I'm just trying to drive. It feels more like I'm trying to stay alive. The only thing you're driving is driving me crazy. And I'm getting road rage. I'm just trying to merge. You better back off cause I'm on the verge. I'm losing my cool. Yeah, you better get over. Cause here comes a road rage. Oh, don't make me get out the car. I'll come over there, old lady. Uh, ooh, ooh. He had a cheeseburger in one hand, French fries propped up on the seat, an ice cold cola in his cup holder, and to make the scene complete, he was searching for a pen and paper to make a note of things to take home. Still, he might have missed that concrete truck, but he was talking on his mobile phone. Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Hey, man, I'm just trying to drive. It feels more like I'm trying to... Bad driving habits. Do you, rec- <laughs> Do you recognize any of these characters? Really, which one of these characters would you say is the driver's public enemy number one? Is it left lane Lucy? You know, she's, or he, as the case may be, is over there in the left lane driving five miles an hour under the speed limit, and they won't move over for anything. You don't know why they're over there. But a friend of mine used to call him a floating roadblock. Or is the worst public enemy number one driving habit Marvin the Merger? You know, he's the man that there's a sign that says, you know, lane ends one half mile and he waits until the sign is flashing the arrow before he ever gets over. And naturally he wants to do that right in front of you. And you saw him coming from two miles back and you're getting angrier and uh, I'm just talking about my own situation. Marvin the Merger is my personal pet peeve. Anyway, Sammy the Speeder. You've seen that? He's flying by. It says, follow me to Sunday school. But he, it looks like he's, he's getting there at like 80 miles an hour. Maybe it's Sammy the Speeder. Is he public enemy number one? How about distracted Debbie? You know, she's putting on her. That's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty well illustrated in that song there. Or is it Raging Ron? You know, the guy that's just, man, he's always tailgating you and and honking and flashing his lights and, oh, my word, the stuff that goes on there. Or is public enemy number one, is that no signal Ned? 
Now that's the one that you've been waiting and waiting and waiting to go, but the you know the the person that they, he never used his turn signals to let you know you could have gone, but he at the last minute you know didn't signal. Which one of those? Well, over the past twenty four hours, I've done a number of surveys at our website and on Facebook and Twitter, and I got a, quite a number of votes. I'm not surprised. Are you surprised, Bill? No, that not that you got votes. <laughs> And I, but I actually, I was quite surprised at who came in number one. Left Lane Lucy got the least amount of votes. And Marvin the Merger, mine, he was, he, he got second least. Raging Ron only got 17%. Sammy Speeder got 20%. Distracted Debbie got 20%. But the number one, number one offender, according to the survey, non-scientific, that's for sure, was No Signal Ned. Public enemy number one, based on the very unscientific survey at ChristianCarGuy.com. And there's still plenty of time if you want to go vote, by the way. You can go to ChristianCarGuy.com or Robbie Dillmore on Facebook or at ChristianCarGuy on Twitter. Get your vote in. <laughs> you know, it's still plenty of time. But while you're there, while you're there, which I, I, I went to great lengths to create these wonderful pictures of uh, Left Lane Lucy, et cetera, et cetera. So while you're there looking at taking a good hard look at those pictures, you might begin to see some of them are staring back at you a little bit. <laughs> Maybe like you're looking in the mirror. Yes, it's almost natural for me to quickly point out these bad habits and others. But well, one person I have the most control over with the bad habits out there is me. Yes, even the Christian car guy. Believe me, my daughter or my wife would tell you in a heartbeat is likely that I am the number one <laughs> public enemy on the streets i i have some control over that particular guy in fact i shaved him this morning but i wonder if the one person that we might have any control over in this whole situation or maybe me because if the truth was told have i raged on the road in the last 30 days well uh yeah have i texted and driven well yeah <laughs> have i been on the phone yeah. Have I always used my signals? Well, no. Uh, have I exceeded the seat limit ever in, 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 the, in the last 30? Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the only one on the list, I think, that I did not. And I, I believe it or not, one time I was really in a hurry in the last 30 days, and I played Marvin the Merger, where I really needed to be the guy that had to get there, and I knew everybody had to. And I did it as, as shameful as that is. The only one on the list I didn't do is Left Lane Lucy. So do I need to adopt one of these labels? Well, let me say that categorically no, because, you know, we don't want the, the devil. You don't want to make that kind of agreement, give the devil any kind of foothill. But what is a solution? What can I do? That's the question this morning, and I really de do need your help. I really need your help. How do we break these bad patterns in our life? So call in and help me this morning. 866-348-7884. Or perhaps you share one of my struggles. And so can you be honest? You know, one of the biggest ways that we can begin to change our bad habits, Bill, is to admit we have a problem. See, I always thought we should have little paintballs. And when people do these <laughs> bad things on the road, we can throw a paintball at them. And once they get five paintballs, the police officer can pull them over and, and give them a, a general ticket. And then you're seeing the paintballs on your own. You no. know, you have 
888-888-884. 888-888-884. I do. I believe the first step is admitting we got it. And, and what can we do about it? Maybe you have some wisdom for us. I hope, Robbie, you can say, Robbie, this is how I know you can, you can, you can do better. Please call us, 866-348-7884. Our driving is really just a small reflection of the sort of sin patterns that we all struggle with. So here to help us this morning, I have Lonnie Berger here with us. He is the author of Every Man a Warrior, which, by the way, is a wonderful new uh, Every Man a Warrior minute here on the Truth Radio Network. But also, they have a men's ministry. Every Man a Warrior is a discipleship Bible study that helps men succeed in life. It deals with the battles that men fight every day and how God has solutions. It teaches men how to apply biblical truth in the areas of money, marriage, raising children, sex, work, hard times, and how to make your life count. Lonnie, it's so awesome to have you here, and also with the Navigators. Well, thank you so much, Robbie. It's great for me to be here and to talk about men's issues, because we as men, we fight things that many times we don't talk about that much in the Church. Uh, One of the things you just mentioned is that Men will focus their whole life on these basic issues, money, marriage, raising children, sex, moral purity, work, going through hard times, and how to make your life count as a Christian man. And so we have found that many times uh, our sermons are not about those issues, and that men are deeply hurting in these areas, and so that's how Every Man a Warrior came about. I realized that the good theological Bible studies that I was teaching men didn't address any of these practical issues. So about 20 years ago, I asked the Lord, Lord, we need a new Bible study, something that's practical for men. And over the next 20 years, God began to write that in me, and that is how Every Man a Warrior came about. So most men tell me it's the most practical Bible study they've ever done because it focuses on these issues that men wrestle with every day. So we have Lonnie with us to help us, but we also have our good friend Bill Mixon, our Christian insurance guy. And Bill, there's some bad habit insurance habits, too, we got to talk about. One of the worst insurance bad habits is not committed by most people, but is by many. In financial difficult times, more people allow this habit to take hold, and some who think they're saving a little interest will practice this habit on purpose. It happens a lot when people end up in the hospital and when others go on vacation. That bad habit is paying your insurance on the very, very last date. Not on the last day that it's due, but utilizing that mischaracterized grace period. When Robbie gives me a little bit more time, I want to share with you why I call it mischaracterized and why it's dangerous to use. Yes, so we have all sorts of interesting things on bad habits, but I wonder if you really, and I would dearly love it, if I'm just not the only person who's pleading for help out there today. If somebody else might be courageous enough to call and say, yeah, every once in a while, I struggle with this. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Yes, we have so much more to talk about all these bad driving habits on the Christian Car Guy Show. So stay tuned. A lot more coming up.
Cause here comes a road rage Oh, don't make me get out the car I'll come over there, old lady Hello, I'm Lonnie Berger, author and president of Every Man a Warrior, and this is your Warrior Minute. Joe's dad had been a harsh and angry man. Joe's mom had taken the brunt of his anger. Joe had learned to stay out of dad's way. Now in his 40s, Joe was stunned when his wife of 18 years asked for a divorce. At church, Joe signed up for a new group called Every Man a Warrior. In the group, Joe learned how to pray and began to ask God about his marriage. In one quiet time, God spoke to Joe and said, You are harsh with your wife, and it dishonors me. Most men will treat their wives like they saw dad treat mom. Every Man a Warrior can teach you how to break these generational patterns and create a new way of relating that makes marriages work. Check us out at everymanawarrior.com, and perhaps you too will come join the movement. That's everymanawarrior.com. Every Man a Warrior is a ministry of the Navigators. Yes, we have these driving habits. We have all sorts of interesting sin struggles, but there are solutions. Now, the question today on the Christian Car Guy Show, and I would hope that you're not going to just leave me dangling out here as the only offender, is do you struggle? Do you struggle with some of these things? 866-348-7884. Yeah, I was thinking about it this morning. Have I texted and, you know, am I really distracted, Debbie? Have I texted and driven on more than one occasion? And man, when I do, if my wife and daughter are in the car, (laughs) they're unmerciful. And you call yourself the Christian car guy. (laughs) You can hear it. It's it's difficult. How about you? 866-348-788. Eight eight four. Maybe we need to be more careful about who we let in our car. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe, you know, you struggle with speeding. Uh, for years, I struggled with that one. And, or, or there's other things that obviously men are in a hurry a lot of times. And we're trying to get some place. We're trying to get things done. And so other things that leads to running yellow lights and not using our turn signals and all sorts of things. Well, buying a yogurt and eating it while you're driving home. <laughs> Is that yours, Bill? Well, I, I commit, uh, commit uh, that, that uh, Fridays <laughs> we go have dinner as a family, and then somebody says we have to go get yogurt. And, you know, sometimes I catch myself. Really? You don't stay stomach. there and eat it because you don't have time? Well, the, the rest of the family wants to get on home, and my daughter likes to stick hers in the freezer and but in any event, uh, I've seen husbands, fathers, people do that. I see. And so, really, really, come on, guys out there today. I know there's somebody that's listening in Washington that is hearing my voice right now. And they're saying, yeah, Robbie, I really do struggle in this one. you got to hear it. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Lonnie, what, do we, what can we do about Bill's problem with yogurt? <laughs> well, Robbie, I don't know about Bill, but I do know that for all of us as men, there's this issue of self-control. And anger is usually uh, just the tip of the iceberg, and road rage is usually caused by an anger problem that comes from some woundedness. And uh, all of us are wounded at some level. All of us have been raised in a broken world. And one of the things we found that in, uh, in our 
discipleship course, Every Man a Warrior, is that how I respond in the area of self-control is many times directly correlated as to whether or not I've had my quiet time that day. When I don't have my time alone with the Lord, then I'm just more in the flesh. I'm living according more to the flesh. And this battle with my spirit and the flesh goes on constantly. And I find that if I don't get my time with the Lord, and most men struggle in this because no one has ever taught them how to have a daily quiet time. And I've been to conferences where men have told us, preachers have told us, I've done this myself when I've preached, you should have a daily quiet time. Well, most Christian men don't because no one ever taught them how. And that's one of the very first things we will help men learn in Every Man a Warrior, is how to have a time alone with God. And so in the Warrior Minute that we just uh, we just heard, uh, the guy had a problem with anger because he'd learned that pattern from his dad. And without knowing it, he was taking it out on his wife. And uh, it wasn't until he was starting to spend time alone with God that God began to take away that anger. God began to give him greater levels of self-control. Yeah, Bill, and so it's, a, it's the kind of thing that we really need to help men start on by going after the spiritual side of it. Because I can say to men, stop being angry, but that normally doesn't help. Yeah, Bill and I both, um, we found ourselves, you know, if we, if we go back 25 years, Bill, we were there with a guy who taught us. You're, you're, we're both thinking about Ted... Burton, right? And and what what did Ted do for us in our life as far as figuring out how to do our quiet time? Well, we had a Christian businessmen's group, and then we had a small group that we would work together and go through the Bible and set aside, prioritize um, study time and prayer time. Yeah, well, um, the, the, the thing that Ted got from me, you know, because it's one thing to sit down and study the the Bible, it just seemed like, oh, sort of drudgery and sort of like something I had to do. But there's this idea of falling in love. When you really begin to find something that catches your interest and you begin to do it because, man, I can hardly wait to get up and and study that tomorrow morning. You know, that enthusiasm is kind of part of what Ted taught me. And I know there's lots of people that he discipled that are along those same lines, and now that's available to many people through Every Man a Warrior, right, Lonnie? Because when Probably you're that's doing... exactly right, and I think you've hit the nail on the head. I've been in ministry now for 38 years, and during the first 10 years of ministry, I was doing what I was trained to do, and that was to teach men good, solid theological truth. Unfortunately, men don't live in a world where theology is debated. We live in the practical side of life. Money, marriage, raising children, sex, more purity, work, going through hard times. Oh, Lonnie, uh, we, we, we have to go to a break. Okay. But when we come back, I'm really looking forward to that call. 866-348-7884. I need to hear from you. What do you struggle with? 866-348-7884. I can assure you we struggle with similar things. <laughs> Call us. Home. 
still he might have missed that concrete truck But he was talking on his mobile phone Hang up and drive Who is the driver's public enemy number one? Might that be (laughs) left lane Lucy? You know, they're over there in the left lane, sort of a floating roadblock. They are sitting there five miles an hour under the speed limit, and they ain't coming over for nobody. Or is it Marvin the Merger? It's It says lane ends two miles, yet they wait until the last minute to come in, and they want to come over right in front of you. Or is it Raging Ron, that guy who's behind you tailgating, flashing his lights, or no signal Ned? You know, they don't use their turn signals. You don't really understand why. Or Sammy the Speeder. They go flying by you with that sign on the back that says, follow me to Sunday school. Or is it distracted Debbie? (laughs) She's texting and driving on the cell phone while doing your makeup in the mirror. However that looks, is which one of those ones is public enemy number one? And might that be something that you struggle with? And that's what I'm really really hoping maybe the question is that something you should be struggling with yeah 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 and 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 therein lies the real thing bill that honestly 20 years ago i didn't struggle with any of those things i just was the speeder i was the this and i never thought there was anything wrong with what i was doing because it's just the way i thought everybody was rage oh man i could I That's could before rage. your insurance rates went up, right? <laughs> 866-348-7884. Yeah, sometimes we're so far in bondage we have no idea that there's, we should be struggling with those things. But but sincerely, there are struggles. And it's, at certain levels, these things change. But, Bill, you had some wisdom for me that, that, uh, from, that Ben Franklin shared. Ben Franklin talked about how you should try to find one bad habit and replace it with a good habit every six months. Um, I get the chance to go down and talk with some gentlemen in the jail on a regular basis. And what I like to share with them from Benjamin Franklin was that you should work on one at a time. That one big problem is if you're trying to work on too many things at once, that they won't take hold. That if you We'll try something for six months. It will lock in, and you can move on to a new problem. So he recommended that you do a list of those bad habits you have or those good habits that you'd like to have and then prioritize them and choose one. He also talked about how you can not visualize a negative so that you have to take a negative and turn it into a positive. Don't say, I will stop doing but say, I will start doing, so that if there's something that you want to change, you figure out a positive affirmation, and then when you get up in the morning, you share with yourself that positive affirmation, and you visualize how you're going to do it, and in this case, take a little post-it and stick it in your car with, I will be a Yeah, and as I was listening to, to Bill, you know, talk about that earlier, Thomas Akempis, in his book, The Imitation of Christ, which is a fabulous book, considered one of the ten best of all time, said that if you would take one of your struggles, maybe it's envy or lust or whatever it is, and if you would just work on that for a year, that you would be way ahead. Getting end of, rid of it. Yeah, right? getting rid of it. If you'd be way ahead in 20 years than the average person that doesn't change anything 
you know, so if you can work on one every year, you're making a significant, and it's interesting that Ben Franklin, he may have read the same book. He was a good but, plagiarizer. But, but he, he was, and so he, but he went for the six months. So when Bill said this, Lonnie, here's what I was thinking. <laughs> Since I struggle, I do struggle with texting and driving, and I do struggle with answering the phone sometimes, that the habit I could get into and try to make myself have a good habit rather than think about the negative that I'm going to stop doing that is before I get in the car, put my phone on airplane mode and turn off the sound and there's no way in the world, but <laughs> the, the, the bigger habit that we could get into that you're talking about Lonnie is actually spending time with the Lord that he might rub off a little bit on us. Well, that's right, Robbie. And men, we're all like this. We're busy and, uh, Sitting down and having a few minutes with God is something that I don't think any of us can pull off by ourselves. Now, Bill just made an excellent comment. I think to get a new lifelong habit started, you need a group of men around you who will hold you accountable in that new lifelong habit. And so one of the things that we do in Every Man a Warrior is we start men out at just 15 minutes on their quiet time. But then every week when you meet with your group, you share with your group what you're learning in your quiet time. In fact, it's one of the requirements, and every man gets to share then what he's learning from Jesus. And that accountability, having a group of three or four other men, can help you start these new lifelong habits. Maybe the new lifelong habit is that you won't drive and have your phone on or text while you're driving. And just to have a group of men around you that can hold you accountable in that new desire, that new desire to make yourself a better man or to get a new lifelong habit started. Accountability is important, and that's one of the things we use in Every Man a Warrior, a group of men who have decided we want to help each other become the man that God wants us to be. All right. Now, I am, I am anxious to hear from somebody out there that struggles. I know I'm not the only person that struggles. 866 348 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four. truth I'm sitting there thinking about your idea, and the more I think about it, Bill, the more I like it. That one of the things I struggled with years ago, because I was in the car business, and I was in and out of cars all the time, hundreds of times a day, one of the very difficult habits for me to get into was wearing a seatbelt. However, <laughs> when my son was with me one time not wearing his seatbelt, this was many, many, many years ago, and somebody slammed into the back of us, and I saw him careen across the room. I then changed my mindset that I was going to get into that habit, and the next thing I was in the habit of, I, 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 and I'm in that habit, by the way, I cannot get in a car and feel comfortable unless the seatbelt's around me. But some people, I'm just going to say, it would be really good for them to start the habit of using their turn signal. <laughs> do you, you know what I'm saying, Bill? Well, you know, the thing pops in my mind is children watch and do, they don't listen and obey. <laughs> so, you know, if you've got kids in the car, they've got to learn those good habits, not because you're preaching them, because you're demonstrating them. Oh, uh, so what does that look like from a Sammy the Speeder point of view? But if they see you driving 10 miles an hour over the speed limit all the time, then they will think that the entire world expects you to speed 10 miles an hour over the speed and limit. And as an insurance agent, you can assure them that it, it'll cost them a little bit. But there is a yeah. habit, a good habit that you are wanting to get some people into as far as paying your 
your premiums on time, not because Bill wants the money, <laughs> although I'm sure he does, but because you don't want them to not have coverage, right, Bill? In most states, there's something called a grace period. People take advantage of paying on the very, very, very last day, and often those 800 co- companies make it sound like a fine thing to do. But in many cases, that grace period does not mean all you think it does. In a lot of cases, the insurance company has the option to refuse that payment, and in some cases to even return that payment if it's paid too late, if the client had an accident, which means that there are lots of people driving around for five or ten days. They're making that payment, and during that five or ten days every month, the insurance company could have said, oops, sorry, instead of paying for that accident you had, we're just going to return that $38.75. That grace period means, in some cases, that the insurance company will get gladly take your payment late, but if there's a problem, they're off the hook. So a lot of times they like people riding that gray area. Many insurance companies like people to pay after that due date and during that reinstatement period, and it's good for the agent too. So we don't always encourage those folks to make sure they pay it when they ought to yeah and i i I can tell you from personal experience that on life insurance (laughs) you know that when they change the premium or whatever if you get one you know that you send them that wasn't the right amount they cancel your insurance and they send it back like they have the right to do that then they get to raise the price substantial right and so that's if there's one place that you got to kind of be meticulous because they are meticulous uh, is in making sure those payments go in and the right amount, especially as the premiums change. But that's the thing about life is things change, as do, you know, our lives. And what can we do to make these positive changes? I would love your wisdom or so your struggles. I know somebody out there still has something for me. You can call 866 348 7884 truth We got so much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Stay tuned. do you know your wife's love language? You know, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, gifts, or physical touch. Hello, I'm Lonnie Berger, author and president of Every Man a Warrior, and this is your Warrior Minute. Greg learned his wife's love language while going through Every Man a Warrior. His wife longed for words of affirmation. So, Greg got a pad of sticky notes, and each day left a message on her bathroom mirror. Honey, I love you, and you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Or, sweetie, you make me a better man. Knowing your wife's love language is just one of the skills you can learn in Every Man a Warrior. Every woman longs to be understood and loved according to her God-given design. Check us out at everymanawarrior.com, and perhaps you too will come join the movement. That's everymanawarrior.com. 
Every Man a Warrior is a ministry of the Navigators. Taking those destructive habits and maybe creating a good habit, like leaving your wife a note in your car. <laughs> We're talking about those things today on the Christian Car Guys show, and I'm so grateful we have Miss Poole in Charlotte, North Carolina. She's on the phone with us. Miss Poole, how are you today? Oh, I'm very good, thank you. And what I'm uh, just driving. I'm out doing errands, and um, was I do listen to the station, and unfortunately, I didn't hear the whole thing, but I do appreciate the service uh, that you're providing here with uh, this kind of uh, program. And the uh, problem concerning people not using their signals, I'm just so glad to hear somebody say something. You never hear anybody talking about it, but it's very obvious. It's very, uh, it's just a sign of, the, of rebellion and, and defiance, I, I think, in our culture. And um, I think that if the person causes an accident or something and it's it's mentioned that well the person didn't have the signal on i think they should get fined doubly but for not doing that and i try my best not to sound self-righteous but i use my signals even if nobody's behind me i just i mean it's just a habit and i mean it's it's supposed that that's what those signals are for and it, it is just so aggravating to see that you'll be waiting for somebody to, to see what they're going to do. They, they don't have a signal on it. Like you say, it's the last minute. They will, uh, I mean, sometimes they won't put it, put it on. So you, you, when they turn in, then you know, well, that person was going to turn in. Why didn't they use their signal? Oh, but, and fine, then yeah. the other one was um, with the uh, insurance uh, agent that mentioned about this last minute payment, uh, and that was very helpful because I have done that, but I will not do that again. I will, uh, you know, try to get my payments in definitely, you know, before that that grace period. So Mm -hmm. I just want to, you know, say that I just make a comment, and and I want you to know that I appreciate your program. Oh, God bless. Well, thank you, Very much. I I haven't always, and I don't listen to it all the time, but I do, and I listen to the other fellows, too, that come on a little earlier. Well, thank uh, you. With the uh, home improvement, so I just still have my car radio on, and uh, and I just wanted to uh, just make a comment. I'm so happy to hear you address this issue because it is it, it really is out okay. there, and I don't know whether anybody else. Oh uh, yeah, is, I assure you, you, my daughter. But anybody <laughs> commenting on it, and, right. and I'm just happy that you you're you know you've noticed it and. Well, and thank you. that you feel like it God needs bless to you, be uh, talked All right. about. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, it's my daughter's. Yeah, she, that's that's her thing, boys. When she doesn't, somebody is, don't use their signals, it, it really raises that ire. You know, it's one of those things. Especially but Especially when it's her father. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually one of the habits I'm in. You know, that's not one of the ones that I happen to struggle with. I do, I admittedly, have my other struggles. And so, you know, when I look at these, why do I struggle so much with sin, though? It, it, you know, and you're, you're probably saying, Robbie, really? And I, yeah, yeah, I really do. Um, and But, it, you know, Jesus said in Isaiah 61 that he came to bind up the brokenhearted and set the captives free. So how does that really happen practically? 
Uh, well, it's it's an interesting thing that I figure that, like we mentioned earlier, 20 years ago, it was so much worse. But I feel like I'm on the iceberg program, which icebergs, they melt very slowly. <laughs> Depends on where they are. And, and there's a great deal more under the surface than there is on the surface. You know, there's a great deal more under the water than there is on the surface, so to speak. And and that's really where so much of my struggles go. But the, as Lonnie points out the more I hang out with Jesus the more he kind of rubs off on me but yet much of that journey really in the struggle for me is very intentional study very intentional prayer healing times asking Jesus to come into that wounded place that Lonnie talked about earlier and what was that wound from and what was the message that the enemy was trying to point there and what have I made an agreement with that took on a label or something that's that's made this worse i do have a band of brothers i do have a group of people in my life several of them actually that that really helped let me jump in here i think i want to say one thing to you you're normal (laughs) men we're all in this battle and this is why it's so important for us to get a band of brothers around us to help us fight by having some accountability I cannot become a better man just on my own strength. I need the uh, time alone with Jesus, and I don't get my time alone with Jesus unless I've got a band of brothers who are kind of encouraging me every week. The enemy always goes after that. So, Robbie, thank you for being vulnerable, but you're normal. All of us are in this same battle, and this is why I'm so encouraged with the results we're getting with Every Man a Warrior, that when men start spending time with Jesus and start talking about these practical issues, whether it's a hurting marriage or road rage, that God actually has solutions for that. But being in a group where for nine months or a year I can examine these practical issues, that's one of the things that God has done with every man a warrior. It's given them a safe place to discuss with other men the realities that they face at home with their wives, their children, while they're driving to work, uh, pornography and these other issues. But, Robbie, you're normal, and thank you for just sharing that, because the reality is all of us are in this battle. Yeah, and it is The enemy wants to neutralize us. That's why I love the title of Every Man a Warrior, because it is a spiritual war, right, Bill? I mean, there are—it's an actual war. If you don't think so, look at the casualties laying all around. Um, It certainly takes planning to not just haphazardly try to deal with these things. And like with war, you need help. You need a plan, and you need to go at it aggressively. Yeah, yeah, and uh, War Room was a great example of that. The recent movie, you know, the Kendrick brothers did. There, there's just so much that God is, seems to be amassing his resources and calling people out and up. And you guys have got 20,000 men that have joined this Every Man a Warrior campaign, and so there's opportunities for people all over the place. And, and Every Man a Warrior is a wonderful website, Again, we've got the links there at christiancarguy.com, as well as <laughs> a little bit on all my little characters there. Uh, <laughs> so thank you, Lonnie, for being with us today. It was you, definitely Robbie. a pleasure to have you on. As always, Bill, we would, again, uh, just remember to slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And, Bill, I am going to. I prom- On my way home, I'm tr- turning my phone to the airplane mode. I'm going to start a new habit, and then we'll see how that goes in about a month. Hold me accountable, okay? <laughs> and you, how about spending some time with the Lord this week? See if he, how he rubs off on you, maybe gives you an idea for a good habit. 
that you can start. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guys show today.